Hey, 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 welcome back to the WHLC podcast, also known as the Women's Healthy Living Club podcast. I'm your host, Darian, and today I'm interviewing somebody, and it's my husband, and I'm really excited about it, and I'm also a little nervous. I don't know why, because I talk to him all the time, but I guess we've never recorded a conversation together, so should be fun. We're going to be talking about strength training today, so... um. First off, Tom is very experienced in exercise science. He's been working in the field for over 10 years and studies it like religiously for real, like to the point where I don't even understand how you can study something so much. So it's pretty, he's pretty into it, needless to say. Um, So we're going to talk about strength training and I'm going to pose some questions as if I don't know anything and have him answer them so you guys can get some perspective on how strength training can benefit you, what it is, um, you know, things like that. And before we start this interview, um, I'm going to ask you first to take a deep breath. One more deep breath. Man, breathing is so good. Dude, look forward to the next couple of podcasts. I'm going to be talking about breathing in depth um, and how it can help you. Just a little little plug about what's coming up. Anyway, um, go ahead and try to forget everything you think you know about strength training. Like I say the words and some pictures come in your mind and you have like this idea of what that looks like and what it means. And I don't know, maybe you picture like some super jacked up human like slinging heavy bars over their head or something I don't know what it looks like maybe lots of grunting neon shorts I don't know things like that try to just drop all that for a minute drop it all and just take in um what's said okay welcome Tom Fisher we're using this interview mode so let's see if it works say something hello it worked. You have your own little line going. Cool. Cool. Tom's on the podcast. That's exciting. Okay, Tom, I'm going to pretend to be somebody that doesn't know anything about strength training. Okay. Which I'm not far from someone who doesn't. No, I'm just kidding. I know no. a few things <laughs> um, just by studying under him for a long time. <clears throat> Anywho, so what is strength training? Why? Um, yeah, first off, tell me what strength training is. Strength training is training your body to be able to produce more force. Okay. Produce more force. So why why would I want to do that? What does that? Well, it makes resisting gravity easier. Okay. Resisting gravity. And all the things you do in gravity. Right. Like carrying groceries. Right. That's practical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's super practical. Um, speaking of resisting gravity, I'm going to, I'm back to somebody who knows something real quick. Um, that is, it brings us to a really good yeah, point. Feel, feel free to disagree. Oh no, I, <laughs> I agree. I think it brings up a really good point about one of the benefits of strength training, which we are planning and getting into now. Um, so it gives you the, a bit, an ability to resist gravity more easily. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, less effort. So as a person who works with old people, I see the future, man. I see the fucking future. Like, seriously, I see it every day. 
And so I meet people who are, are stuck. Yeah. Just yeah. like straight stuck, pressed over like a tree that just started slowly bending over and each day it's been bent over. Gravity just like crushes it a little more and a little more and a little more. So strength training helps you prevent that. Yes. And that prevents a whole fuck ton of problems when you're old. <laughs> yeah, most of them. <laughs> yeah, most of them are postural problems. <laughs> Just giving y'all fair warning. Um, anyway, back to someone who doesn't know anything. <clears throat> okay, so what makes strength training different from like, like spin class or like bar class? That's so hard. My muscles are so burning when I'm in like bar class. It's ridiculous. Isn't that strength training or what? Kind of for a little bit for those specific movements, but after maybe a couple of classes, you probably won't be sore anymore. But we like use weights. <laughs> <laughs> How heavy are the weights? Um, well, I started out with five pound weights and now I'm up to six pound or no, I'm up to seven pound weights. How many times can you lift them up? Um, we're doing like pump reps, you know, like probably like 20 times. I don't know. Okay. And then like switching exercises. So your body's confused and stuff. Yeah. That's uh sounds like circuit training, which circuit is training. more of a form of cardio Oh. and strength training. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So are cardio and strength training different? They are in fact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to be someone who doesn't know anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so how, what, why would someone need strength training in their life? Like what would, other than not falling apart in their seventies and eighties and nineties, what, how would they benefit from it? Like more immediately? Yeah. Well, that's a good reason. First of all, the first reason. Yeah. yeah. So Longevity. Like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. If you're not on board with that, I don't know, uh, what else is going to sell you. But yeah, like I said before, it just, it makes everything easier. Yeah. Physically that you do easier. And so that's, that's nice. A pretty good reason. That's right pretty there. nice. Yeah. yeah. Since we're talking about things getting easier, um, one of the podcasts I, I wanted to talk about, I didn't, I didn't know when, but I wanted to um, talk about like how pain is one of the ultimate teachers and how like we're so stubborn as human beings that we need pain to pay attention and, because a lot of times we, for, yeah. we like forget or we just are like caught up in these like these flows of experience or whatever you want to call it. But then when we forget those things, then pain comes in and you like have to be like, oh, oh. Yeah, it forces like, your attention yeah, to like you have something to. that you were avoiding dealing with. Yes, yes. So um, does strength training help you deal with that? I would say yes, because once you get to a point where you're like, I know we haven't really like dis defined and described what like strength training may look like, you Let's know, it'll, it'll look like different things and for different people. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that just the general benefit of strength training would be that while you're doing it, it is uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable and you have to try really, really hard. Yeah. And people don't like to try <laughs> really, really hard. And you know what? Trying hard. I've met so many people who would rather, you know, putter around for yeah. five to 10 miles at a 
comfortable pace. Yeah. But they're doing a long distance, you know, or like it seems like a lot. It seems, and it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Running five or ten miles is. It's a challenging yeah, task. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Um, but it's something you can adapt to pretty quickly and then kind of do for a long time. Whereas like strength training never really gets comfortable. As soon as it's comfortable, you know, you make it uncomfortable again. You move up. Yeah. You level up. But that discomfort only lasts for seconds because mm-hmm. think about the actual time you spend holding a weight for, you know, right. five to 15 reps even. Yeah. The work time is actually pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. Very short. Which is something I personally love about yeah. strength training because I don't like to work. I'm a lazy bitch, honestly. But <laughs> and I, I can confirm. <laughs> I'm doing things and putting things in place to not let that be my truth, though. So, you know, it's a part of the process. But we were talking about. Um, I'm also, I wouldn't say I'm lazy, but I'm strategic. And Laziness wanna... can be strategic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There is most. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Here is a reality check. What were we just talking about? Having with some laziness is a part of health. You have to be lazy a little bit sometimes. Well, who, who were we just talking with about someone saying how, you know, the the benefit of hiring lazy engineers because they look for efficient ways to get things oh, done. Oh, I don't know who that. I who that was, but it came up recently, and that's a yeah, good example. Right. Yeah. Efficiency. We're all about efficiency over here because guess what? Life is kind of challenging. It's hard. It's freaking hard, (laughs) but you know, it doesn't have to be hard all the time. Like we talk about this all the time on the podcast. This is, that's the whole point is how to transform something, some that can be distasteful into something that you can make work, you know, but, oh, so we were talking about strength training and, um, so basically what you're saying is that this practice of lifting weights helps you adapt better to sh- stress because you're yeah. moving into stress. Yeah, right? that's one of the benefits. I mean, aside from many others. But yeah, I would say that's the best like one for just general life. Like, you know, because um, if like the hardest thing you do every day is like to get up and go to work or get up and like get your day going, whatever that is. If that's like, if that's your max effort, mm-hmm. that's going to be hard to do like every single day. Mm-hmm. And so if you do something harder, then everything else relatively becomes easier. Well, okay. So pe- some people might argue like my cardio thing is hard. Like I go to spin class three times a week and I sweat really hard and it's like hard. Or I go to like group classes three times a week and I like work hard. Yeah. And that's... Isn't that strength training? I mean, again... If you're deconditioned and can't do something like hold a certain posture, mm-hmm. then you're weak in that posture. Mm-hmm. So if you, um, you know, do something, go, go into a posture you're not, you know, used to doing, mm-hmm. then you'll be sore and it'll be hard, but eventually you'll adapt to it. And then, so in turn, in those terms, like it can be strength training. It depends where you're starting from, mm-hmm. but ultimately like to, to develop like strength in the terms of being able to produce more force with your body mm-hmm. shouldn't be able to do the thing more than like five to 10 times, okay. like repetitions of the posture or, you know, um, holding a position for, you know, more than mm-hmm. 15 seconds if it's an isometric, but like that, that's what intensity means. Like if you're running for an hour, it's a low intensity cause you can do it for a whole hour. 
Right. What can you only do for like three times, five times <laughs> <laughs> before you, you know, before we have to, you just literally can't like, you just don't have the energy left in you to do it until mm-hmm. you stop, rest, recover, and then, you know, you can do it again. And so, and that's, I think a way, a good way to ex- explain the strength, the benefits of strength training, again, very generalized mm-hmm. benefit mm-hmm. is like developing gears, mm-hmm. you know, like endurance athletes who, or just like spin class bar, you know, like group Mm -hmm. class junkies Mm -hmm. that, you know, just get, get their fix at a group class. It's, um, ain't nothing wrong with that. No, it's great. It is a thing, but there's, (laughs) you know, I've heard, you know who you are. A lot of people get injured in those (laughs) or yeah, it's true. It's Um, well on the flip side, it's tough to, um, run like a group class. I think it's tough to run a group class with, yeah, it's keeping it's, everybody safe because sometimes you right. give the the bigger the cl- the bigger the class, the lower the like not necessarily quality, but like attention to individual right. differences and details. Which then would unless you up. have multiple coaches, but then on it, it's yeah. not really like a group class. Which then would probably prevent those injuries happening. But what I found, what I was going to say was that um, you know a lot of times you are giving the cue for the modified posture that you know most people would or posture that I'm just using teaching yoga because that's the group class experience I have teaching but um you know you'll see like somebody's core is all like a freaking hammock and you know and you know it's like bad for their lower back and there's compression going on and it's just like they're you can see in their face they're not having a good time and like most people but then they don't take it they want to go to the upper right i was just i was gonna say most people hurt themselves because they're that's (laughs) That's another problem with the group class and and that's why like there's like an unspoken competition even if it's like this is non-competitive like it's still there right because of humanness right and that's the thing that's where i think like people need to like one of the things that like general population misses the boat on is like having a separate place for like your like competitive recreation whatever that may be yeah it shouldn't be in the form of exercise like crossfit or like like exercise shouldn't be the competition itself right because then like form goes out the window and the whole point of using tools to strengthen your body Mm -hmm. tools being equipment barbells dumbbells whatever the next you know Orange Theory, Novelty, Fitness, um, <laughs> whatever it may be. Uh, doesn't matter like what it is, but um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> it's okay. I did not have the time. <laughs> <laughs> It'll circle back. Yeah, but... don't worry about it. We'll close that chain up in another in another couple minutes. Yeah. Um, since so, let's get into what strength training looks like because I'm gonna be honest. As a female, when I first when Tom started like kind of poking at me and being like, you should like try lifting weights and stuff. And I would be like, I don't want to lift weights because I like feel like a tomboy on the inside and I don't want to look like a tomboy on the outside. I don't want to be bulky. And I remember what I was going to say. Look all million- it came back. Of just like separating, you know, having a competitive recreation in one thing. Yes. And then like exercise for the sake of fitness in another thing. Cause you shouldn't, I don't think it's a good idea to use just just recreation as a means of fitness. Mm. You need to be fit to participate in recreation. Otherwise, you're more likely to hurt yourself and then I can confirm that. That's a cascade of I can confirm that unfortunate events that leads you to a nursing home with shitty posture that's causing all your problems. So I'm saying I can confirm that with people like doing their daily activities with poor form and just weakness that's mm-hmm. what causes them to come here people will tell me yeah. that they've been doing these activities and i see them come here i'm like 
are you sure you were mowing the lawn? Because you can't even stand up for two minutes without falling <laughs> over. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you were actually doing it. I want to believe you. Yeah. But like every, every single step, some of this population takes, it's like every single step is like playing Russian roulette. Like they could be, they could be going down some, yeah. every step of the way. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's crazy that that is <laughs> it's like, crazy. you know, <sighs> so another benefit of being stronger mm -hmm. is that the quality of strength, like, you know, opened with just very generally is being able to produce more force. Yeah. And so if you can do more of that, strength is the most, uh, or it's the, it's the characteristic that all other characteristics are built upon. Mm. So like, so everything else grows. If you water strength, like people always talk about oh, stability, stability, I need to be stable. My neck or my shoulders unstable. My knees unstable. Doesn't that have to do, doesn't stability come from strength training? Well, exactly. That's what, it, that's mm. what I mean by it's the most, uh, or uh, all other attributes are based on strength. Mm. You can't be stable if you can't produce enough force to hold a position. Again, mm -hmm. it comes down to like the, uh, ability to produce force and stability being the ability to resist force, you know, mm -hmm. like a plank, you're not yeah. moving, you're resisting gravity, pushing mm -hmm. you down. Yeah. How much can you resist the resistance? Yeah. And so, ooh, ooh, you know, deep. and even, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> so I was thinking about, as you were talking, your ability to apply force and then more importantly, force in a, uh, like a energy efficient pattern, right? Especially when it comes to aging, because if you strength, like, well, strength training is, it's a heavy enough intensity that you have to have good form is what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah. Right? If you, if you're, yeah, that's a good point. Like it should be, the resistance should be great enough where you're forced to, you know, you, you like you can only like, if you can't maintain the, the correct form, like you're going down. It's not, you know, like you, it's not safe. It's going down. <laughs> no, you're going down. Oh shit. Like, yeah. Well, okay. So describe what strength training looks like, because that's what we were getting into next. I was describing what I thought it looked like. Yeah. And then. Oh, another point that I don't think I finished up of that first one. People respect the tangential nature of this podcast. Yeah. Cool. All right. Don't be it. Don't feel like no, I, I have no shame in stream. I uh, need to have a stream. Right. Right. But so strength is the most transferable attribute. What all the other characteristics or attributes of fitness are built upon mm -hmm. and having greater strength gives you more gears. Mm -hmm. So like yes. to make it an analogous to a car or a bicycle, mm -hmm. um, you have more gears and most people like group classes, like mm -hmm. circling back to that point, Thank you. group classes, spin bar, Zumba. Zumba. Well, like those are, those are more. What are those other ones? Sculpt. Those are more cardio. Like a, yeah, like a sculpt class. Like, oh, we're pumping weights. And it's like, like you're doing that, you know. Pilates? Nonstop for an hour. Um, but anyway, like, so gears, I don't want to lose my point again. Sorry. But like those give you a low, those maybe will make you like, if you're if like, again, if you're untrained, you have one gear and it's whatever you got. It's your first gear and it's so all you have, can you have do. like an automatic gear upgrade by adopting any new physical activity for yes. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. No, absolutely. Um, and so those classes, because they're so non, I mean, they're so, the, the intensity is low. Like you're lifting six pounds or whatever it is, or your own body weight. And um, it's in a 
cardio style. It's in a circuit style. So mm -hmm. it's not, it'll maybe make you better at that thing, mm -hmm. but like generally won't make you that much stronger. Like if you tested strength yeah. before and after, it would be right. relatively And close. so like to, to, to relate it to like what I mean by that, the more force you can produce, you know, the, the more gears you have. Mm -hmm. So, um, like you can relate it to running really easily. Mm -hmm. And every time you take a step, when you run, you're putting force into the ground and whatever that force is, is going to determine how far you travel forward until you put your next foot down and the pattern repeats itself. Right. So if you're putting more force into the ground with every, um, with every step you take, you're traveling further every, every step you take. And so over the course of you know, whatever you'd like to run, 5Ks, 10Ks. Name your K. <laughs> 100 miles. It doesn't matter. It doesn't 100, matter. 100 yards. Amen. Doesn't matter, right? That's my favorite just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so you're going to be putting more, if you're stronger, you'll put more force in the ground with each step, travel further per step, therefore finish sooner or faster. And so the force you put in the ground, your strength, will determine your speed to a large degree. So you can Obviously, push. there's you know, an aerobic engine oh, yeah. to that. But I'm just saying on a general... You still have to in run terms of, yeah. your training for things like yeah, that. Yeah, still using your muscles to produce force, yeah. even when you're doing cardio. So strength will help cardio. Mm. Cardio-like activities. Mm -hmm. Any of the group classes that we mentioned, it'll help you yeah. be better at those, right? Yeah. I can attest to that because I... But, like, again, going back to, like, it's... Those classes are like arbitrary. They're not leading you anywhere. They're just a right, thing unto itself. Yeah, they're not yeah. progressive. They're not, um, you Maybe know. Sometimes they're probably a little progressive, don't you think? Well, yeah, you but can I'm go. Sure it's yeah, you up can, to the person. You can start with the two pound weights and then you right. can progress to the fours and the sixes. Right. And then. So it's semi progressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll be good at doing that. But like you'll get, you'll, you'll be like, wow, I can lift 10 pounds from two after yeah. like months of. Whereas strength training, you would get faster results right like you can move from two to ten pounds overhead faster with a strength training program versus a like you know yeah like i mean just trickled progression just to uh not like fester on the topic too much but like all those group classes like when it comes down to it yeah. they're all cardio oh okay. they're, they're all some form of cardio and you can you can do cardio with weights like it's yeah you can do cardio any way you want to do it um but yeah, they're not they're not helping that much with making you a lot stronger. Okay, so what does strength training look like? Um, like we kind of mentioned before, uh, you shouldn't be able to do it like if you're doing a exercise, like like one movement. Let's say yeah, like one movement. Let's say a squat. Everybody, there's squats in every group class. Squat, squat, squat. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so it sh there should be enough uh, resistance with the squat that you can't really do more than, you know, let's just say 10. Okay. Because really, like, if you're untrained, you probably want to train in that 10 to 12 rep range mm -hmm. to begin just so you don't hurt yourself because you don't know you're not strong yet and you don't know how to be strong yet mm -hmm. until you can, like, progress to the real, like, strength-developing rep ranges of, like, three to five, mm -hmm. which takes – a lot more effort and strength. How long do you um, <laughs> keep someone in the 10 to 12 rep range? Depends. It's like three, two to three sets by 10 to 12 reps, right? Yeah. That's, a beginner movement. That could like work, yeah. If they've yeah. never strength trained before, right. you give them a progression that they can do something that right. 
And then I think what's even more important than the the rep ranges themselves is is how you're doing it. Like first of all, like all this, like I would like to say that before you're doing like real strength training, you have to make sure you move well yeah. first yeah. before you load up any movement. That makes so sense. that's a like a hopefully now an obvious prerequisite. Like an injury prevention. Yeah. Well, thing. well, and the whole point like... of of strength training too is to learn how to move well, and then, uh, you know, strongly move. And well. then, yeah, and then being you know strong in those movements. Move well with force. Yeah, because uh, strength, I believe, is a skill in and of itself. Like the ability to be strong, the ability to, you know, co-contract all your muscles at once and perfectly direct the force into the direction you want to or are opposed or whatever. Mm. You know, whether that's a squat, uh, a push-up, or a bench press, sure. or a pull-up, or whatever. Um, I think that's a skill in and of itself. And so first, you have to be able to move well in those movement patterns. So making sure that you move well first mm-hmm. is a prerequisite to moving well under more load or resistance. How do you know if you move well or not? Well... If it hurts when you move, you probably don't move very well. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer. (laughs) That's a great answer. Yeah. Um, Mirrors help. Yeah. Or like just straight up Googling like a proper form of this. First, I would say, I mean, I think most people know like if they're clumsy or if Mm. they're, you know, if they're athletic because people probably told them either one of those things as they were growing up. Sure. You know, and so they have an idea if they move well or not, or usually, uh, you know, people who played sports move decently well. But again, once they get back into those athletic movements where the load is increasing, sometimes, you know, form will break down. And so if you don't know, then I would say like, like have someone look at how you're moving, you know, Mm -hmm. like hire someone. Yeah. Honestly, it helps to have somebody else look because... There's so many times, uh, this is, a. am going to be so real right now. Sometimes <laughs> when I'm working out at home, I'm like, I don't want Tom, I don't want Tom to be around because I know he's going to check my form. And I'm like, I don't know if I can handle it right now. I'm going to take the criticism. I'm winning just by doing it right now. Like, and, but you know what? That's silly to think because without taking the criticism, then you don't correct your form, then you don't pour patterns and then you wonder why your back hurts. Yeah. So, you know respect but sometimes that <laughs> is what goes through my head but it helps to have another set of eyes because there are tons of times where I thought I was doing something and I'd be like but I'm like a hundred percent trying to do what you're saying but my like it's just not there like the the connection it just isn't there for some different like forms I remember for a long time it was like squeezing my butt and keeping my hips flat in like a plank position mm-hmm like you'd be telling me to do it. I'm like, what do you mean? I am doing it. Like I'm squeezing as hard as I can. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Like if you're unsure, I would definitely like hire someone who knows what they're doing because it really can make all the difference. Yeah. I mean, it's what I do all day. Yeah. Just correct posture. Just teaching people how to move, which ultimately is, yeah, you could say everything we do is to correct posture. Which usually helps with reducing the pain and injury. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But yeah. And not, and yeah, if you hold a certain posture for your whole life, it may hold up for the first 40 years, 50 years, Wait but eventually, like into old, the old, old age. but eventually it'll break down. And then it's like, well, people are like, how long will it take to fix this? 
Right. It's like, well, how long did it take to get here? I meet a lot of people with like, they always describe it as like, um, I forgot what, what they, what they've been calling the shoulder one. There's like a frozen shoulder. There's like people that have like, they say bone on bone. It's bone on bone in there in my shoulder. And it's just like, you know, broken forever. Doctor ain't going to start operate on. I'm like, what do you mean it's just bone on? What do you mean you're just going to like live with it? Yeah. I don't think you can. I think people love to have excuses too. But then I look at their posture and how they're reaching and it's like, oh, it's all funked up. Like, yeah. Elbow is starting the movement. Like, how are you going to get a plate with your elbow? You need, you got to lead with your hand. Just knock it down and then catch it. Just backhand. Or they're like really hunched over and then trying to reach against, you know. What does hunching over do? It like protracts your scapula, right? A little bit. Isn't that what happens? Yeah, yeah. Like your scapula flares. Yeah. Which then puts pressure on the top of your yeah. shoulder joint, and then that can cause erosion over 40 freaking years. Right. And then you're like, why do I have a shoulder tear? Yeah. Like, oh. And like, <laughs> not and not just, I mean, not just limiting it to like orthopedics of mm-hmm. health of, of muscles and bones and joints, but like if you're hunched over your whole life, like, your lungs haven't opened up. Oh man! In who knows how long. It's like no wonder. Yeah, of course you're short of breath. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, like you train your body to keep and maintain a small breathing capacity by having that posture, mm-hmm. and then over time that pattern gets calcified, and then you're like, oh, I have breathing problems. Yeah. It's like, well, first it started with a movement problem. Right. But some crazy stuff. Strength training is great though. Yeah. I can only say so much with like mad confidence because i've been just a month strong <laughs> yeah well i mean you've been I've off been and on for a little while but yeah so like i any... had like ultimately probably like a full year in the seven years that you've been trying to teach me oh, i'll give yourself a little more credit really yeah years? i'd say of consistency I'd say a third of the time oh snap that's generous so okay. it's a third of eight it doesn't feel that way that just goes to show how hard people you know yeah but going back to like, what does strength training look like? Mm-hmm. So like I said, first, you should make sure you're moving well first. Mm-hmm. And that's basically like, you know, you don't need any equipment or added resistance for that. Mm-hmm. Your body weight is enough. And I usually recommend people like go through, you know, like mastering all the the simple body weight, uh, you know, strength training movements at first that mm-hmm. would be strength considered strength training at first. Um, and it'll continue to be strength training for certain people mm-hmm. and certain, you know, depends on where they are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And just even like going into body type, like, and like for women, like pull-ups and push-ups are, are, could be strength, you know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. maximal strength training for, for that population or like, you know, a five foot three gymnast, like pull-ups probably aren't going to be, Probably gonna need to add some weight <laughs> to the pull-ups because they're like you know it's like cardio. Yeah, for, like, for those guys. yeah. Yeah, just you know, given the body type and yeah. all that stuff. Um, so yeah, move well first. Right. Body weight. So Master your body weight. That's the prerequisite to strength training. Uh, yeah. And well, that is that that is strength training. Like, yeah, okay. If that's your starting point, that is strength training because strength training doesn't imply barbells and dumbbells and right. like weight room stuff. It doesn't have to. Right. It can get, it can get done in any way, but but yeah, just generally first. And I mean, we go through this when we're born. 
Oh, that's true. Like the, the, the yeah, patterns, the developmental patterns, and those are strength. That's strength development, and it's cool. and movement and coordination development. It's like but an inborn uh, progressive development program. Yeah, because each little motion. Yeah, is a prerequisite the for the next one. motion. Yeah, and so you know, maybe start out on their backs, or step people lift their head, mm -hmm. and then roll over, which is your abs, yeah. anterior, you know, front of your front of your torso core strength to roll over. Then they roll over. And they're going to pick their head up. Mm -hmm. And that's the beginning of the posterior chain mm -hmm. strengthening. And they push themselves up with their hands. Yeah. So there's our pushing pattern. And then they have to be able to pick a knee up. And then they're in the lunging pattern. Pick the other knee up and then, you know, squat or bend to get up. And then we're into the gait cycle. Woohoo! Sit to stand <laughs> walking. Anyway. Thanks for that brief description on human development. <laughs> well, mo what most people do is they lose that strength. Oh, yeah. They lose that strength and then... Because they develop and, like compensatory patterns. Or and just because modern convenience, like yeah. nobody's up and down off the floor anymore. Right. Everyone's, you know, the lowest they go is the toilet to squat. Unless you live like a bum, like us. Yeah. And don't. Well. We have a semi-couch, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Mostly for for. wouldn't say like a bum. That's true. It's just, bum like we just sit on pillows. It's bum like practice with like modern application. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So okay, you developed this. You're moving like a rock star. Okay. You've okay. done all the yogas. You have a perfect plank. You can hold it for like a long time with good form. Your squats are grass tastic. But Ass to, to grass tastic. Yes. Nice. That kind. Out to the floor, like your joints are all looking good. All right, you're moving well. You're moving well. Now, what does strength training look like? Now it looks like the same patterns, but with more resistance, progressive overload. Mm -hmm. So just make it harder. Once you can do fifteen reps of the movement, mm -hmm. how much? How much can you lift, or what? progression can you do for eight reps now yeah so you're per, over time making it have heavier yeah. or harder so can you talk about um the reason you would choose why you choose the tools you choose because you just mentioned that um you know That's you could question. do everything with body weight yeah which some people like to take that route yeah but what makes you choose the tools that you choose that's a great question because, yeah, like I was saying, you can build incredible strength with no equipment, just body weight, um, or you can use equipment like dumbbells and barbells and kettlebells and whatever rocks from the forest, <laughs> logs. Whatever melts your butt off. Whatever floats your boat. Um, the reason I choose the ones I do because um, I find that they're the most time efficient, and that's pretty much what it comes down to because I don't want to, I don't want to spend more than, you know, a dedicated hour mm -hmm. doing something. Mm -hmm. uh, and especially because, especially with strength training, when you do a lot of other activities like we do, mm -hmm. I just want to be like generally strong to go out and do play hard, play yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. Just play hard. <laughs> um, you don't want the, the the strength training to take up a lot of time. 
right because you like the other and things. it's it's if you're going to do one thing to supplement playing hard strength training is the best thing because it you know prevents injuries mm -hmm. the best um and it like you know just going back to the point of it's the the attribute that all other attributes are built upon and so i like to use just the basics um some body weight stuff mm -hmm. barbells i really like barbells Mm -hmm. um but really only for like two or three lifts mm -hmm. um just again the basics and then uh kettlebells and club club bells just to mix it up once in a while and they're fun to throw around sometimes <laughs> um but if it's just like the bare bones it's pretty much just barbells and body weight because again it's just the most time efficient mm -hmm. like i could you know you'd have to do some crazy setups and amount of, you know, reps and, and, and maybe not reps, but sets and crazy progressions to, you know, develop really strong legs with only your body weight. Mm -hmm. it, it can be done. Absolutely. But sure. it's just way less of a time investment to use heavier weight. Right. So barbells. So it gets you there quicker. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, F bigger, faster return on the investment mm -hmm. regarding time and intensity. Like it's going to be harder to do because it's heavier. Right. But th therefore, you need to do less of it. Right. That's all um, like bigger deposits. Yeah, right. That's my favorite part about yeah. the way you program the string treatment that we do. Um, it's it is super time efficient, and like once I get started it's like a snowball effect. Like it just, you roll down and you're like, okay, like I'm almost done. Yeah. I'm so glad I did that. Why was I tripping before? Yeah. And if, and if I let myself, you know, if I keep reminding myself, like it's just going to be like a snowball, just do the first one and see what happens. Well, and especially once you get in the routine of it, like it feels good. It does. Feel like good. once you're done, obviously you get all the, you know, the endorphins and happy brain chemicals from exercise and just the benefits of general exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, for me and like the way I try to program things, especially, you know, for the, the play hard types, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, it's, it's, uh, it's like, it, it's like a charge. It like yeah. charges you up and like you use this analogy before and I thought, I think it's a great one, but, and then that kind of brings up the point of relative strength. Mm -hmm. Like people, a lot of people misunderstand strength training to be like, oh, like bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, 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 not at all. Like, Vulcan, man. Yeah, no, wrong idea. <laughs> and that's really hard to do anyway and mm -hmm. is exhausting. Mm -hmm. And especially it's really after hard a while, it's boring. Mm -hmm. Just that type of training. Sure. Yeah. It's monotonous and sets over and over again. Yeah. And especially, yeah, like if, if get, like, oh, women are afraid of gaining muscle and being too bulky. Mm -hmm. If it were easy to gain muscle and easy to like maintain a lot of muscle, like, most men would then have a lot of muscle like, if it were easy. It's, <laughs> Everyone would look like a bodybuilder. Yeah, it's not monster. easy. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like so, monsters. Sorry. Even saying, like, we're talking about, oh, we're, we lift so intense. It's so intense. Mm -hmm. um, but really, what we do and what I see other people do, like, we do a lot less. Oh, like, yeah. Well, that's something and, that. Because people think, of, like, oh, I need, like, three to four exercises per muscle group. Yeah. You know, three times a week or two, two times a week, two or three times a week. It's like, whoa, that's Big a lot. Commitment, yeah. Good luck. Right. <laughs> it's, I mean, okay, so let's get into the um, concept of your approach. 
using a minimal effective dose. Can you explain what that means? Yeah, I mean, why you value it? It 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 means what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> minimal effective dose. <laughs> so, yeah, like with exercise. So, gotta be careful how I say this, just because, mm-hmm. like. There's some research that shows there is no upper limit to the benefits of exercise, mm-hmm. but I think that's with like a, like a asterisk there, like the benefit that there's no upper limit to what you can recover from. Mm-hmm. So if you can recover from crazy volume, kudos to you, mm-hmm. keep it going. Um, if you like to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the minimal effective dose is the idea of not like, uh, you know, you're getting just enough, Doing you know, there's exactly- a sweet spot what you need to do to get yeah you need too little too little is not good Mm -hmm. too much is not good and so you want the dose to be effective but you don't because i mean especially the western american mindset is more is better overdose yeah on everything everybody loves to overdose on everything positive stuff yeah and so not especially positive yeah like exercise not uh not what we're trying to do here because we don't want to be you know, exhausted or overtaxed to do the other things we want to do, which is why we're strength training in the first place to make us better, more durable mm-hmm. and able to do those other things. So basically recreation, your value of strength training comes from your value of living your lifestyle. Yes. And you strength train to be able to better live that lifestyle for a longer period of time with more resilience. Yes. Okay. A question I had while you're talking about um, the benefits of exercise for mental health, like just, you know, the endorphin thing, like most people are aware of that, uh, principle, you move your body, your brain sends happy chemicals to thank you for moving your body. Um, what do you think that strength training gives you a different, um, sensation of mental health than like, a a cardio based muscular endurance group fitness class? Do you think that you get a different type of mental health benefit? Hmm. I've never really thought about it like that. Really? Okay. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> what have you come up with? Well, okay. I've been thinking about strength training because you were talking about well, how- let me, let me first, uh, I, I have thought about the, um, and ex- like, at least like acknowledged the mental health benefits of cardio. Oh Yeah. Which is just okay. You talk about that cardio, okay. and I'll talk about strength. Okay. Whoa. Mental health script. benefits. Whoa. Yeah. Like we're on different teams. Yeah. Well, you were on the strength training team. Now you're on the cardio yeah. team. You're on the dark side. So just kidding. These <laughs> these benefits of cardio, I think I still get from strength training, mm-hmm. um, but not as much as I do from cardio. Mm-hmm. And then I think there's other benefits of strength training that I just haven't thought about, can't articulate right now, mm-hmm. that are different from and not achievable through cardio. But you do think that they're different. Like yes. mental stimulus yes. from cardio versus strength yes. is different. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. One thing I noticed with cardio is just that like, it really helps me organize my thoughts mm. and, uh, so like mental clarity, clarity, mm-hmm. like unclutter, mm-hmm. like my, you know, shaking it off. Right. Mm-hmm. And just, and like, maybe like putting things together too. Processing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Processing. It's exactly. You know, because <laughs> you just brighten up so much. Um, Good word choice. Processing. Um, you know, that makes sense because I think of someone, you know, like those old school machines that used to be laundries and you would sit on it and ride the bike to process the laundry. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like the same cardio and motion. My brain is like a washing machine. <laughs> <with> ideas. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's really hard to tell what's what. Sometimes. Yes, yes. I get that benefit from cardio, um, especially on and, bikes. And I want to say with that I'm, cardio, I mean like true cardio, aerobic energy system cardio. So like super low intensity. Like mm. if you can't hold a steady conversation, Talk to it's us. too intense. You're now, you. yeah, you're now at a yes. different level of uh, not breathing too heavy exertion. Right. You should be able to breathe out your nose the entire but moving, time. consistent. Oh yeah. So hiking, biking, biking, walking, <laughs> slow jog, okay. skating. Um, so strength training, mental health benefits. Yeah. What What have you? This is something I find to be the most beneficial when it comes to selling strength training to women. Hold it, babe. I have, I, I have, a, I have a mental <laughs> – oh, I just it. thought of one. Yeah. Okay. Different so from this, but go on. When you are visually watching yourself overcome a heavy object and it's like – uh, all, like as much force as you can promote, like give out at that time. And it's a short, it's like literally a minute. You pick up something five times and you're like, whoa. No, it's literally like 15 seconds. Yeah, it maybe. feels like a minute though right. because of how hard it well, is. that's relativity. <laughs> relativity. Yeah. Anyway, we'll have another podcast about that <laughs> sometime. But anyway, um, when you are able to see that on a regular basis, you're training your brain by um, – creating that experience for yourself because you're showing yourself, I overcome resistance. I'm a person who overcomes resistance. And when you are putting action into that statement and making it true by what you do, then like your daily obstacles, your resistance that comes throughout the day through different challenges you may have come up, you, you can like reflect back on that and be like, oh wait, like I overcome resistance. This is not a problem. I can just overcome it. Yeah. And that's a huge thing for your self-confidence and your self-esteem and like your perspective on yourself throughout the day. And that's something I feel from strength training that I'm like, man, that's why I have to tell myself to do it. Like, don't forget to get addicted to that. Don't forget that that's what you get from it. Yeah. And sometimes I forget, like literally I do it two days later. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But then I do it and I'm like, Oh yeah, right. I should have yeah. done that. I'm glad I did it. I agree with that. I think that's, and so it's my point on mental health for uh, strength training is similar. Mm. And the fact that it gives you a realistic perspective of what you're actually capable of. Yeah. You show yourself your own power. Yeah. Or lack of it. Cause some people yeah. have, you know, like I see it, you know, you see it all the time in these like Facebook highlight reels of people just eating shit and oh, you'll see so many times like on, on a zip line. Mm -hmm. where someone a little bit bigger, mm -hmm. it, you know, believes that they can hold up, support their own, all of their hundred percent of their weight yeah. with their two hands. Yeah. And then there's like a gap from the platform of like dry land before they get to the safety of the water. Mm -hmm. And as soon as all the tension is out of that line and all the force is into their hands, it's like they weren't like they weren't even holding on. It's just, just gone. they just ha ca absolutely cannot hold on, and then they hurt themselves, obviously. But so it keeps you humble. Keeps you humble, and then and just honest. and then I hear so many times of people saying like it's like, uh, especially around like, and I know this is getting into a different subject, but like around like if someone, you know, plays the hypothetical of them getting attacked, like just on the street, like mugged or something, like, yeah, you know. People have the such a false sense of ability. It's of like they could it's be able to do of what they can do, and you see it all the time with like you know world star hip hop fights mm -hmm. of just like two people mm -hmm. like who don't know how to fight that end up fighting, mm -hmm. and just how it looks you know crazy. 
how uncapable they are. But yeah, it gives it gives you a realistic perspective of what you're actually capable of. So either that can calm down uh, or confront a, a big ego mm-hmm. or empower a little one. Yeah. So I was gonna say, um, it you may it may show you how little power you have, but what you get to see is that power grow if you are starting from yeah. a place of like you know, you're a novice or beginner. Um, you do have to face the fact that you're weak and it's going to be hard, but you do get the pleasure of watching yourself overcome that beginner stage Mm -hmm. over and over and over again, because you're a beginner each time you go to lift because it's a new weight. It's a new, well, it's right. It's, it's, it's always challenging because you, you know, you should always be progressing as you can. I mean, if you're not at a certain point, if you don't gain any more weight, you'll, there's a certain limit to how much more strength you can gain because you're, you've maximized your relative strength, which is really, I think all, unless you're a bodybuilder, all people should really be, uh, you know, training. So that means you've like come to your full capacity, right? Of whatever size person you are according to your frame. Right. Yeah. And everybody's body type is different. And so there's like, you know, there's a set point of, um, you know, you know, muscle mass that your frame will comfortably carry. Yeah. And when every, all the other factors, I know I don't want to, you know, take this into like nutrition and, <laughs> and lifestyle and all that, but you know, considering all the other factors, you're going to have a baseline. Yeah. Um, from which, you know, it should be like, you know, once you figure out what that is, you can maintain, maintain that. Right. Um, and that'll keep you healthy through a long yeah. time. And then going back to the analogy, I don't think I ever finished that you came up with of like relative strength is like you have two light bulbs they're the same size they're made of the same material so i think of two people who are like twins who are the exact same size Mm -hmm. and one light bulb is like very dim and the other one is very bright the bright one being stronger Mm -hmm. and so you can the same thing is true with like uh humans and and physical strength Mm -hmm. because you can be because you're you're not having bigger muscles but you're strengthening your nervous system going back to strength being a skill of the ability to fully engage your nervous system, your brain to tell your body to move something. Right. So like the phone connection's better. Right. There's none of this like, right. It's a brighter light. <laughs> right. And so, um, yeah, that's, I think a really good analogy for relative strength, like better connection, yeah. greater. You're connection. not going to gain, mu- you might gain some muscle. And if you're lucky enough to have those genetics, where you do gain muscle regularly, don't oh, that be shit. mad. Yeah. Don't be mad. You know why? Be grateful because we can see the future. Yeah. If you don't have that muscle, man, that is one of the number one sources for old folk fractures. Yeah. Like I'll age. I mean, once yeah, you get, once really, you get over like that's thirty, true. Like, that's true. I know so many people who were athletes high school and college. Right. They haven't ran in ten years. Maybe they even still go to the gym and you know do like a treadmill run like yeah, once a week. Pump or it up once in a while. You know, yeah. buys and tries. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> buys and tries, man. Then they go, you know, leg day. like play volleyball for the first time in 10 years yeah, and like, for a rec team. or something. Yeah. And like hurt their ankle or something. Well, yeah, it's any age that that can happen. But well, the point is, as you age, I say aging because that's where I work. But happened. yeah, it's happening all yeah. the time. And that's the thing. It's like aging doesn't just like, boop. Oh my God, I'm old. It's like, no, it's a process. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> process. But, um, and, and you lose muscle as you age. Like you yeah. just naturally by the yeah. laws of degeneration, sarcopenia, there's oh, that fancy ass science term. Google that shit. Google that shit. Sarcopenia. sarcopenia. <laughs> what? Anyway. Um, 
So it's great to start fighting against that as soon as possible, because then that's going to make your sarcopenia more manageable to handle. Well, and the more strength you build over a lifetime now. So like, you know, if you're not on the, the track, I recommend getting on, getting Hop on, on the my track. wagon. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> we can help you. It's that. really like you're, you're, you're building up your capacity to get, you know, higher and higher. So the higher that the higher gear you can develop, mm-hmm. the slower and the more you have to lose and the slower you'll lose it. Right. So like if you build up your strength to, you know, let's say 10 out of 10 uh-huh. by the time you're, let's just say your physical peak is at 35, uh-huh. even, you know, that's arguable either way. That's another conversation. That's, yeah, a different conversation. Um, then you're at, you know, 10 out of 10. And then if you can just slow down that uh, decline with yeah. basically the same thing that got you there. Right. Um, then you'll be better off later on. I mean, that's just, that's how I look at it, at least. Harder to kill. Yeah, well, and... By nature. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's, like, some studies with, you know, geriatric populations that correlated, like, uh, grip strength. These were two different studies. One was grip strength. I love this one. One was leg strength. Mm -hmm. Um, And both of them correlated to lower all-cause mortality, the stronger the people were. Mm. So the stronger you are, the lower your chances of dying are. So strong people are the, harder to kill. The lower and slower. And slower. Your chances yeah. of dying are. Yeah. Whoa, that was a lot of information. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Super cool. Strength yeah. training's fun. Okay, so I want to get into another thing that I think my female listeners, female listeners would be um, interested in. Okay. Here is the biz. Strength training. So, okay, there's this kind of old-timey concept of, like, if I just burn what I eat, I'm going to be thin Mm. and look good. I know where you're going with this. Yes, and I just want to have, like, a lean, athletic look. I don't want to be bulky. Don't want to be bulky. I want to be toned, though. I want to look toned. If I can see my veins, I'll freak out. Like, I don't want to see my veins. But I do want to have – I want to be toned and tight. Yeah. Right. Okay, so why – so then, okay, so people have this idea um, that – eating low fat, um, doing a lot of cardio, like aerobic style stuff, running a lot of cardio and keeping your calories low was the way to go to get to achieve this like slender looking figure. Um, how, what is, what, uh, what problems could that type of program result in for people? Mm -hmm. Um, and how would that stray them away from their actual goal of wanting to have like a vital looking body? And then how does strength training do that for people? Yeah. So like cardio and low calories is not a great idea for a long period of time because so the thing with cardio, cardio has a lot of great benefits and I encourage you everyone to participate in some kind of recreation that, Mm -hmm. you know, is considered cardio. And that could be, you know, sports, hiking, biking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like I said before, I don't encourage people to use recreation as a means of fitness. Mm-hmm. You need to be fit for those things. Mm-hmm. And so just doing just doing like low intensity cardio as like the only thing you do combined with l- low calories to try to lose weight is that so when you do any type of cardio, like I was talking about group classes or any kind of steady state cardio, cycling, biking, those are the same thing, mm-hmm. running, hiking. Um, 
you, if you do them often, you become efficient at it. Mm -hmm. Your metabolism becomes efficient at those things. Mm -hmm. So then per, you know, unit of time, you're even at the same intensity as your metabolism becomes more efficient, you burn less calories, which is what you want. If you're, especially if that's your sport, you want to be able to adapt, right? You want to be efficient and at fueling that activity. Right. And so, um, so then the calorie burning, uh, benefits, if, you know, if you want to call it that diminish, the more you do it. Mm. And so then you, on your nutrition side, you have to go lower and lower in calorie to make up for the efficiency of your metabolism. And then the same thing happens when you go on a very low calorie diet mm. is your metabolism becomes very efficient with the little energy you give it mm -hmm. to maintain your weight. Mm -hmm. And so at a certain point, it can, it, it can wreck your metabolism. Mm. So it's ultimately pretty unstable. Yeah. Or, um, unsustainable. Yeah. yeah. And then once you get to those low calories for a long time, then you're, you know, then you're getting into hormone disruption and, and Nutri nutrient deficiencies and stuff. possibly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then how does strength training, um, provide, like how does strength training ultimately give people the one, the look they want and two, like that feeling of resilience in their yeah. activities? Yeah. So I think what strength training does is because you're always progressing the load, you're always adapting to the new, you know, mm -hmm. um, to, to, to a higher and higher, uh, intensity or stimulus. And, um, so when you lift weights, you use your metabolism in a different way. It's like the other end of the metabolic spectrum from, you know, at rest or the aerobic system, like, mm -hmm. just like we talked about earlier, the talk, you know, being able to talk mm -hmm. while you're doing something, it's a very low intensity strength training is the way other end of the spectrum. It's the highest intensity you can produce for, you know, like we said, five to 10 reps mm -hmm. of a given movement. Mm -hmm. And so when you do that, you, uh, sh you know, strengthen your muscles, obviously. And then what they'll, and then, so like we were talking about the, the light bulb idea, mm -hmm. like your strength is how bright the light shines. Right. Relative strength. Cause it's the same size light bulb. Mm -hmm. One's not bigger than the other. One can just shine brighter. Cause it's been strength training. That is what like this actual definition of tone is mm. like when a muscle, like, you know, you know, like from your therapy background, like when right. a person's paralyzed and their muscle is flaccid, it has no tone, like zero tone. Right. And so someone who can, you know, 100% contract their muscles, that's maximal tone. And so when you're able to do that, you have more, uh, tone at rest or the ability to, to brighten that light when you want to, yeah, to the, to, to the capacity, to the capacity. Like that's, right. you know, that's the skill of it. And also, I mean, it's a, it's an adaptation of your nervous system. You're making your nervous system stronger. So that lean look that people are mm -hmm. attracted to the, or that, you know, kind of vital muscular look yeah. that is a result of being able to recruit your muscles to a full capacity. So that's, I mean, that's the so we're, we're getting back to that. So the, the stimulus of strength training, like I said, it's the other end of the spectrum of your metabolism. So it uses your metabolism in a very anaerobic way, mm -hmm. which is burning, you know, uh, using more like sugars for mm -hmm. energy and other things. Um, but like usually when you're at rest or at a low intensity, it's mostly you're burning fat. Mm -hmm. But what strength training does is it increases your uh, 
resting metabolism. Mm -hmm. So at rest, like when you're just sitting, doing nothing, completely still, mm -hmm. that's your resting metabolic rate. When you strength train, that increases your resting rate. So now you're burning more at rest, which like for, you know, if like, if you look at the metabolism as a pie chart mm -hmm. and like what percentage of energy expenditure comes from exercise, mm -hmm. it's like 10%. Like of, Versus daily activity? Like, no, versus your, re your resting metabolism. Oh. Your resting metabolism is the biggest burner. It's like accounts for 80% oh. of your, uh, close to it, close mm -hmm. to 80% of all the energy that you burn in a given day mm -hmm. is from that. So the more muscle you have, and I don't mean necessarily like the size, but the more relative muscle you have, the more you burn at rest, therefore you'll burn more fat at rest. Because your metabolism's and, higher. Yeah, and then you'll have, and because of that, you'll have less fat stored on your body. And even if your muscle stays the same size from when you started to five years into strength training, because you have less fat on your body, you have relatively more muscle right. so more muscle doesn't mean like you're gaining actual like muscle hypertrophy you're not, size. Building. You're not building necessarily like adding clay. You, every everyone untrained probably will build to a certain degree but a lot of that's just like waking up the muscle and like and like body being able to you know have tone in those muscles so the ratio is just changing. so it's yeah it's just a change of ratio so even if you're you have you know 150 pounds of muscle and you had 30 pounds of fat if you lose 15 pounds of fat, you now have more muscle, even if it relative to the fat, even if you still have 150 pounds of muscle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But relative to your entire body, that makes sense. you now have more muscle. So your metabolism at rest is faster. So it's easier to stay lean. Mm -hmm. That's pretty dope. Cause and so, and that will, especially even with like, I mean, even with like a, a, a healthy diet, that's like 80% there, like, mm -hmm. you know, you can still you know, eat pizza on the weekends or whatever, like 80% of the time you're eating well, that can maintain a fairly lean body. So it's quite getting, strength training is actually kind of training to get your muscles to work for you while you're not working. Yeah. Yeah. It's, That's dope. Yeah. It's like passive income. Yeah. But for your, um, you know, like fat burning. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just passively burn fat. Yeah. Well, you burn more at, when you're resting, you burn more when you're not doing the work. So you're productive while not being productive. Uh, sure. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Getting shit done while not actually doing anything because you did the thing. Right. You did the strength thing. training. Yeah. It has, <laughs> it has a lasting effect. That's nice. Whereas yeah. with any other like cardio activity, you're slightly elevating your metabolism only for the time you're doing the activity. Once you stop the activity, the benefits stop. Yeah. I see. You get like a, uh, you know, like those little Sonic machine or machines, the Sonic video games or like Mario Kart where you hit the little um, speed stripe and you get to like ride out the speed stripe and you see the tail on your car like, yeah. I still have the speed stripe. I'm flying. Yeah. And then it starts to dwindle down. Yeah. It's like that. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. How you do the thing and then you have your speed uh -huh. stripe for a little bit. Yeah. And then you have to do it again. Right. To keep it going. But each time you do it, your metabolism gets that much faster right i mean yeah it, it, it may, may not work in a linear fashion like that but yeah over time yeah well because you, you're constantly like once the weight you're lifting gets easy or you can do over a certain amount of reps like you need to increase it so it's the the it yeah it you're constantly adapting it's 
it's getting progressively more difficult. So your metabolism has to keep adapting more and more um, to keep up with that demand. Mm -hmm. Strength training is the best, y'all. It's fun and simple. Yeah, it's very simple. How do you, um, two questions, how does strength training help prevent injury? And what would, advice would you give to someone who's like been nervous to try it or has some kind of fear stopping them from doing it? So strength training prevents injury because most injuries are, well, not most, but a lot of injuries are caused by, basically there's, there's, there's only one, I mean, really one reason why people get injured and it's just they, they're the, whatever tissue, say your shoulder muscle mm -hmm. or shoulder joint, whatever, um, got injured. Well, whatever caused the injury, simply put, your body was not able to accept the force. Mm. So something had to give and that's mm -hmm. what it was. Mm -hmm. So like people, and again, going back to moving well, you should move well. But at the same time, that could look different for everyone. There are like archetypal basic patterns of movement. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'll, I like to say that there's no incorrect movement or wrong movement, just unprepared tissues. Mm -hmm. And so your body will adapt to anything. I mean, look at, you know, look at, you know, gymnastics or the circus. Oh, yeah. So it's crazy. Flexible Even jujitsu can look weird oh, to yeah. the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. um, of like, you know, body adaptations and stuff like that. Um, hands. And so, hands. so again, just going back to the simple idea of being able to produce force, if you can, or withstand force, well, if you can produce a lot of force, you can also absorb a lot of force mm -hmm. and That's so, or transfer a lot of force. Right. And so it's all about, you know, learning the skill and preparing your body to be able to do that. And so more specifically your tissues, right. And so in order to do that, um, you should, you know, move them, move through the, the basic movement patterns, you, you know, every joint through its full range of motion regularly mm -hmm. with some resistance. And that will prevent injury because you're moving through, you know, most possibilities of movement. Um, so it's like making your body familiar with that place. Yeah. Like yeah we're okay to be here and here and here and here and right, here. right and then making it harder to be there and there and there and there and there right so you can withstand crazy circumstances yeah so you can control it you know and yeah have uh have some you know have some uh like say in the matter you know because like yeah. some people fall and they can't take a big enough you know again going back to like old people mm -hmm. uh they can't take a big enough step to stop to correct steps. how far they're you know um center of gravity was thrown over their feet mm -hmm. and so they just stay stiff as a board and fall over. flat over mm -hmm. whereas if you're able to take a big step okay first of all you have the mobility to do that mm -hmm. and then you have the strength to be able to you know land your weight on that one foot without shattering your ankle yeah mm -hmm. or like blowing your knee out or whatever and uh you know lunge back into the standing you know standing posture right well, that's a lot of stuff. Strength training is the bomb, though. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously, there's catastrophic injury that is just, you know, you can't prevent, you know, like the unpredictability right. of sports or traffic or sure. whatever. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain level of uh, control you just have to be okay with not having. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, have a have a big margin of error mm -hmm. by being stronger. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to withstand much more. more force. And whatever, like, crazy catastrophic thing does happen, you'll be able to out overcome it easier 
having been stronger versus not. Right. Yeah, absolutely. If you're like, especially like you see that with pregnancy. Yeah. Like people like women who strength train and then have a kid yeah. versus women who don't, they bounce back faster. They, you know. Yeah, the first time I ever heard that was in high school in my honors PE class. Oh snap! Yeah, we had an honors class. Ahead of the curve. Oh, snap. Yeah. That's funny. And my teacher. She had had two kids and one of them she and she was the the honors PE teacher Mm -hmm. and she had two kids one she strength trained through the pregnancy the second one she didn't Mm -hmm. and she made a you know a whole lesson on the you know importance of strength training and that how with her the pregnancy when she was strength training the pregnancy was easier. Mm-hmm. She was in less pain because again, like we mentioned, strength training will increase your pain tolerance mm-hmm. just because it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. for those, you know, <laughs> few seconds that you're lifting the weight. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of discomfort for a whole lot of comfort. Down probably line. had, you know, better core strength for delivering the actual baby and all that. And just stability. I feel yeah. like a lot of pain comes from like the misplacement of weight on your body and like yeah. there's like this extra pull on your especially your For lumbar sure, yeah. that if you don't have that core control yeah. or that core stability already it can send yeah. you into injury afterwards and like you know what is like and uh, you know on the subject of giving birth like what is pushing it's like a maximal muscle contraction yeah I mean, if this is the first time you're maximally contracting your muscles it's gonna be a rough it's gonna time. be a rough ride oh man so if you can get used to that <laughs> i'm gonna imagine giving birth I every mean, time i pick and, up the trap yeah. like <laughs> we don't have kids i'm a man never had a baby yeah so i don't we know really, nothing I can't really speak to this but we know this nothing. is just based off what you know, people have told me and I've heard speculations, you know, speculation. It, it seems as it's, though it's pretty, uh, it's pretty consensus among the weightlifting mothers out there mm-hmm. that it's, it was easier if it's they better. were, when they're stronger. It's more better. Yeah. And then not to mention carrying the kid around for the next mm-hmm. five years, which ultimately builds your strength. Yeah. Too. That's like the first time a lot of women have I was talking, <laughs> Honestly, I was talking to one of my patients about that and she was talking about like have having a bunch of kids and how like just back then one, they couldn't join sports Two, They couldn't um, like, they were so busy keeping up a household. Like that was their work. And they, it was a workout. Cause you're like picking up kids, you're yeah. stirring things. You didn't have electric kitchen aids. Right. Like you were just going ham in the house Yeah, and that would keep you strong. And this lady was like, I don't understand women today that um, say they can't like work out. Like, you have the perfect ever-evolving weight. Yeah. Like, it Progressive starts out overload. small, yeah. <laughs> and it starts to grow over time. And each time you pick it up, you're getting stronger. It's getting stronger. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, how could you not There's an old like, I don't play around like with strength that. training story of a guy. I don't know who. Um, I forgot his name, but or if it was fictional or real. But um, of, you know, he was a farm. farm this is how farmer strength is, yeah. is real. Like when a, when a calf is born. He, you know, puts the calf on his back and does squats every day. And so, well, for those of you not familiar with, uh, <laughs> they grow fast. Yeah, they grow real fast. <laughs> so you're picking up like farm animals extra, grow like quick. five, ten pounds every couple of days. Yeah, That's... until it's a, a you know half ton bull or whatever. <laughs> and your legs are really strong. After that. Well, cool. I think that's all the questions and information I have. I feel like want to share on this podcast today about strength training do you feel like we were thorough 
<laughs> I feel like it was all over the place. Uh, it is. But I think Welcome we to the WH <laughs> Eventually it comes full circle. Yeah. But like And and <laughs> another thing, like strength is just like it's one piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. But and so it's so multifaceted and related to everything else mm-hmm. that it's hard to like kind of capture it all just by talking about strength training. Yeah. Because I could go into how oh, man. you know a lot of other tangents and mm-hmm. let's just say one um the benefit of you know again like putting picking up a heavy weight like in the form of a deadlift or you know doing some kind of weighted squat that creates a ton of intra-abdominal pressure mm-hmm. which puts pressure against your intestines which literally forms good shits it makes your poop smell better too yeah and so and, and it stimulates peristalsis which is the actual you know mechanism of your intestines moving to digest things right. and moving things along so it's good for digestion i mean i could i could go on i'm just pointing out how i could go on forever about how? the different benefits of strength training how it relates to other aspects of wellness and health and happiness but i think we covered the general idea oh okay. I, I know how we can close this wait also real quick strength training t- <laughs> Hold on, one more benefit. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> okay, it also pumps your lymphatic system. I saw this amazing video of the lymphatic system, and it looks like a crazy ass spider web of these little balls. Yeah. And they're it's, just like. It's also like still so mysterious. It's ridiculous. It's like a webbing, this like protective webbing yeah. of mis- mystery fluid that yeah. holds like freaking like Maybe. cosmic chemicals. <laughs> charges and all kinds of hormones and toxins and all craziness but it plays a huge factor in your ability to bounce back from anything Mm -hmm. sickness injury whatever like you injure your elbow you swell up that was as a result of your inflammatory system and your lymphatic system right your lymphatic system is going to help manage that swelling move it out it's like you know a process in and out yeah so the limb system is amazing but it doesn't have its own pumping system and we're going to get into this in the breathing podcast. Another plug on the next podcast. hey <laughs> breathing. Anyway, um, we're going to get into how breathing affects this lymphatic system, but strength training helps that pump to become stronger when you're using your body in different motions. And it, when you pump the lymphatic system, like I said, it helps you kind of recover faster, um, process things better. Yeah. Literally, your body is a giant pump and you just need to Move pump it. it. Pump it up. Pump it up. Pump it up. Um, How are we going to close this podcast? And so I was thinking we close. So we were saying like, oh, yeah, people have this idea of strength training. Oh, it's got to be like bodybuilding, like grunting Arnold style where you're doing a ridiculous amount of volume, like, you know, three, three, to, three to five sets of oh. 12, 12 reps, but then doing like, you know, three to four exercises per body part. Right. Like, like whoa. Like bicep curl, hammer curl. Right, right. Or even like, you know, squats, leg extensions, hamstring curls. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then deadlifts. Yeah. And just, you know, all different types of isolation and compound movement. Just just a lot. Basically a lot. So what did you do today when you lifted weights? What oh what my was gosh. your strength? What were the actual sets and reps? Real life. And 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 another thing, uh to not focus too much on like the numbers. Sure. And to help people like be intuitive with their own strength uh-huh. instead of like saying I did X amount of weight for three reps uh-huh. for three sets or whatever. It was a, you know, nine out of 10 perceived, perceived exertion. Effort. Yeah. Okay. Perceived so effort. 
Um, today I spent probably 45 to 60 minutes because we went on a hike and I was already warmed up, so I didn't do a huge warm up. Saved me a lot of time. But I did a trap bar deadlift, I did push ups, and I did rows. And that's it. And how many sets of the deadlifts did you do? The trap bar deadlifts, I did three sets, and it was kind of like it was three sets of five reps, and the weight was like kind of perceived exertion. Oh, I was gonna say kind of heavy, less heavy. Give it a number. Um, I would say it was like five out of ten the first one. Okay. As far as difficulty, the next one was like six to seven, uh-huh. and then the last one was close to like eight. Okay. Didn't really go to like ten. Like, who, like, Didn't go to maximal maximal. No, but I felt like you, you came that close. was hard. Yeah. Like, it was hard. And so then, what else did you push ups and rows? How many push ups did you do? What did they look I like? I did three sets of four push ups with a 10 pound weight on my hips to. With your feet elevated a little? Feet elevated because I'm getting okay at regular push ups. So and you I need to progress is, it. Right. I think this is helping my regular push ups. Of course it would. Better. When you do something harder, the easier version gets even easier. Well, the thing I like about doing something harder is that you get to do less of it. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds so selfish and like non-committal, but it's true. Like, I mean, there's I, benefits to that. I just like it's cool to see. Like, wow! I Depending only did... on your goals. There's a time and a place for that. Like, yeah. if you're trying to be a bodybuilder, like, yeah, then train like a bodybuilder. Yeah, you don't have to pump it up. But we're we're talking to. Uh, I don't care about being a bodybuilder. No, we're talking about just our type of demographic that just has their recreation that they like to yeah. go hard in. Just want to stay fit. Want to not get injured. Want to have a decent good time and good poops. Thanks. Yep. Anyway, and then I did. Um, not be too fat. And not be too fat. <laughs> and not fall apart too fast, like age, aging wise. And then you did rows. Then I did rows with 55 pound weight. What kind of rows? There's a million variations of them. I did standing bent over rows. With one arm? With one arm. Mm-hmm. And, and upper body support on the other side. Cool. I stood my head on the counter. We work out at home. It's the best because, like we mentioned before, laziness. Well, convenience. But that's what I'm saying. Home gym is one of the best investments. You don't have to drive anywhere. It's less hoops you have to get over. Yeah, less time investment, less gas you're using from your car. You're saving the environment, literally, by working at home. Oh, you are. Yeah. Less resources used, really, if you just put a little resource up front and to have any yeah. chance. If you think about a gym membership, like if you're, if you're serious, if you think about a gym membership, like, cause I mean, if you're on board, like, you know, you're going to train, you're going to take care of yourself and exercise for the rest of your life. It's yeah, a lifetime commitment. You so when you think about it like that, the cost of a, of even like a really nice home gym mm-hmm. is nothing compared to what a gym membership for a lifetime oh, yeah. would be. Oh yeah. 30, at least 30 bucks a month. But I think it's even more than that nowadays. Some gyms that yeah. don't have any trainers and are like un- unattended are thirty bucks a month, yeah. like anytime fitness. They used to be more. They got cheaper since those models came around. But, but anyway, it's a good investment. Yeah, and I worked out too. Yeah, what did you I do? I did. I did some trap bar deadlifts as well, mm-hmm. and I probably did about maybe three sets, eh, maybe four sets. Um, and like honestly, the first three were warm up sets. Mm-hmm. The final two sets. Really, only my final set was like eight out of ten mm-hmm. exertion for five reps, mm-hmm. and then I did some to, to come down from that heavy set. I did some like split stance deadlifts mm-hmm. just to kind of cool down, mm-hmm. and then I did 
a landmine press, mm-hmm. which is like a shoulder press, but with a like a bar wedged in a corner. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, look it up. And then uh, Google it. Working on my one arm chin ups. Can't do them yet, but never really committed to like progressing through that. So I want to. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to progress towards that. See if I can do one. Um, and so the level I'm at with those is I can do, I can do a lock off, which is like holding a one arm chin up at the top of the motion. Mm-hmm. And I can hold that for like maybe five seconds. Mm-hmm. Let's say three. Cause you know, relativity, it probably it feels, like, feels five, like five. It's prob- probably, probably two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can do like, I did like three sets of my hmm, two to five hmm, second, mm-hmm. <laughs> two to five second lock offs on each arm. And then I did two negatives per arm okay that was it and i was doing like a few other chores in between this workout so it took me like an hour but i was doing other stuff too that's another thing we should talk about sometime i'll have tom back on the podcast because why not he's fun i guess (laughs) i think you're fun or it's just fun to have somebody else to bounce ideas off of yeah free flowing is fun too it is but so th- yeah, but yeah, I think we connect all our points pretty good. Yeah. But honestly, we only scratched the surface. I know. Like I, I didn't even know what to bring up as like, like a starting point and how to. Pr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how. That's so, always a but the good news is, with most like you know being healthy stuff, you don't need to, <laughs> you don't need to know a lot. To, Hashtag to, being healthy stuff <laughs> to do it, and like especially when I get clients who want to talk about like nutrition, like, well, how do I eat healthy? Mm-hmm. I'll ask them, how do you think you need to eat healthy? And most yeah. people already know. It's true. I've talked so just, about that before. Yeah. So just, yeah. so just, it's up to you. To do, do what it. you think is right. Um, but yeah, if you don't strength train, start doing it, do it. It's worth it. If you're local, uh, hit us up. We're definitely open to taking clients and we have a couple right now. Um, but there, we have still have space so you can yeah. get in and get a consultation and we can see where your movement's at. Um, and I work out at home, but I train people out of a gym. Yes. We, we keep our gym at home cause our home is our space, you know? Yeah. Um, but we have other space to train. That's the guys. VIP club. Yeah. <laughs> if you're training in our place. Extra VIP. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, we don't have any of those yet. Oh, I was going to say strength training is cool too, because you can, you don't have to like, well, you can do this when you're at home. Of course. I don't know. It doesn't work so much if you do have to go to a gym, but benefits of having home gym and adopting a strength training program as your main form of exercise outside of your interests, you get to layer a task. So like I'll be cooking and preparing the healthy food that I'm going to fuel my body with in the middle of my workout. Like I'll put some potatoes on and then do my lifts and then check the potatoes. And then so you can like layer tasks in a way that supports you and your family. Yeah. That's like a, um, that's on the list of like things like, to get into <laughs> like be good at this mm-hmm. to to like do life mm-hmm. task layering yes <laughs> task layering <laughs> not just with strength training how to do life but everything that's <laughs> yeah that's on the list yeah it's on my list me too oh my gosh this is my longest podcast oh man oh, oh man if you've endured this long thank you we love you i hope so you do much. you did because again we uh came back to a lot of points right if you dropped off Sorry about you. Sorry about you. <laughs> Come on back now, you here. <laughs> okay, I don't know how we're going to close this other than just saying goodbye. Bye. But thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening so much. Um, 
uh, this podcast is too long. On the next podcast, I'll be giving out some shout outs to some people that have been giving positive feedback. Um, just want to thank Tom's eating popcorn. He said he wouldn't do it if I eat popcorn, and now he's over here eating popcorn. I'm have his end. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna go now. Until the next time, please take very good care of yourself. Um, and until then, I say good day. It won't turn off.